folks and everyone listening, wherever you are, how's it going? What's going on? I am Jim Well. I am Liam Lau. Hello, I am Gerard Miharis. And I'm Zipineda. We are your hosts for today's show, and you're tuned into Magis Presents only here at Magis Radio. So before we start, how are you guys? How are the hosts today? What's the I mean, vibe? Right. How are you feeling? All right. I'm all right, I guess. Our seconds have been pretty hectic, not gonna yep. lie, not gonna lie. I think every student can relate to that pretty well. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and that right, yeah. Yeah, I can definitely agree. Uh, second sem has been like pretty rough, so I've just been like improvising my way through the school year, if you know what I mean. Yes, I, I know what you mean, uh, Gerard. Yeah, I definitely get what you mean. And speaking of improvising, um, we have your very special guests. Um, they're under the League of Independent Organizations, founded in 2019 by cousins Miguel Dobles and Rafa They are members of the Blue Bird Improv Organization. So, both of you, could you please introduce yourselves? All right, I, I could start us off. Uh, hi, I'm Luis de la Vega, uh, 5 BSCS DGDD, if courses are still need to be said. I am the president of Bluebird Improv. All right. Woo! Woo! Yeah, hey, Luis. All right, hi. Hello, everyone. My name is Andrina Muki. I'm from 3AB Development Studies, and I am a council member of Bluebird Improv. All right. Yeah. Yay. Let's give a round of applause, guys. Yeah, welcome. Round, round of applause. applause. Yeah, all right. Hey, guys. All right, so great. So I'm going to start you off first with some warm-up questions. So can you tell us how the organization formed and why it was formed uh, for the org head? Uh, Luis, could you answer that? why it was formed. Uh, I wasn't there when it was founded, actually. <laughs> a long time ago, three years yeah. or four. Anyway, as mentioned, it was founded by Rafa and Dobbs. Uh, they're just, they just wanted to do improv, simple as that. The org actually wasn't supposed to be an organization per se. It's just a group of people doing improv together. And it just so happens to be an Ateneo. The way I discovered it, and also it's part of its founding, is that Ralph and Dobbs opened it up to an open workshop for different students, practically. Mm. That's how I found mm. out, along with my friends. And we just kept doing this workshop. We made it a weekly thing. And eventually, mm -hmm. they decided, hey, why don't we just become an org? That's awesome. That, that sounds pretty good. Wow. Three years later, here we are. Here you guys are. Yeah. That's great. So it wasn't really like, it wasn't planned on becoming like an actual org. It was just this weekly thing where people just gathered and did improv. Yeah. Something like that. It, at one point, we were like, we should do a show. And then mm -hmm. also at that point, we were like, well, they were like, not me at that moment. <laughs> they were like, uh, we should just open up an org, have members. Because actually, there were improv groups beforehand. This I'm not very familiar with, but mm. there were improv groups beforehand, although it was just a group. So, like, after they graduated, it's a, they disbanded. So, what Raf and Dobbs oh. wanted was mm. something a bit more stable, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. But I someone to continue the legacy of improvisation. Yeah, that's great. That's great to know. All right. So, um, 
I know that improv is a pretty niche thing. I think it's safe to say that it's a, it's a pretty niche thing to do. Um, that said, like not a lot of people really know about it, like what it's about and, you know, stuff like that. It, it's, but it's a very special lane of interest. So that being said, what are some of the preconceived notions that people have about improv theater, like people who don't really know much about it? Um, yeah, I yeah. think... No, go ahead, Luis. Okay, fine. For me, yung obvious na improv is just about being funny, diba? Like that, it's just mm-hmm. about telling right. jokes. Or like, like, right when you tell someone that, that you do improv, it's like, okay, so you do stand-up comedy. Can you tell me a joke right now? One thing, one thing I don't do in class, every time they're asking what's something especially interesting, I don't say I'm part of the word improv because immediately uh-huh. after that, they ask, okay, tell us a joke. And like, no, I won't. <laughs> I have kept oh. that information hidden in classes. Oh, man. Mm. Oh, but now they know, Luis, because you're doing this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if they follow the boring, they would know. We're, we're glad yeah, that you guys get the message out. Yeah. But, but yeah, mm-hmm. one thing people think talaga is, oh, improv equals funny. We're the funny work. Mm-hmm. And that kind of makes people not want to join because they're like, no, you're not funny. But what, one, what uh-huh. we teach is... Not to be funny, actually, one of our principles is to be average, paradoxically enough. Because, in a sense, what uh, yung core principle ng org naman, it's to be authentic, not necessarily be funny. Mm, right. But another mm. preconceived notion, although the funny thing really overshadows is it's theater. Uh, theater is scary, you know, you need to mm. act. I don't know how to act. And yet I'm here. It's one of those. So it's mm-hmm. the it's the improv part and then the theater part of improv theater mm-hmm. that are the general notions of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's actually pretty new information to me because initially I just thought it was gonna be about like you know comedy, funny stuff. But yeah, great to know. Um. Okay. Here's a question for Andrina. Um. How do you guys feel about joining Bluebird Improv? Like, what makes Bluebird Bluebird? Well, naturally, I feel very positively about joining Bluebird Improv. I think what really mm-hmm. makes Bluebird Bluebird is that people here really genuinely enjoy and have heart mm-hmm. for what they do. Like, I think people have a really personal relationship with the organization. That first, like, you join for a personal motivation. Like, there's something that you as an individual want to gain from it. Like you want to grow in a certain aspect or you want to meet new people of like a certain caliber. And then you stay because you've experienced firsthand for yourself the positive impact that improv has had on your own life. And now you want to share that with others. So you get me. It's like a very personal thing Mm -hmm. that you have really experienced something from Bluebird Improv that you now want to share with others. So I think it's great that people really genuinely believe and what Bluebird does. Like, it's not just a superficial relationship with the org. Like, you have a genuine belief in what you're doing, and you want to extend that experience to others as well. So I think there's a lot of heart, really, in the members and in what they're doing, and that's what I really like about it. All right. That's uh, that's quite touching, actually. Uh, um, I think, especially if you're maybe a freshman or something, you're really looking for that home of yours. And it's great to see that, like, uh, Bluebird um, has, like, the sense of fulfillment and, like, camaraderie. So I just want to ask you guys. Um, I know we're slowly transitioning into uh, face-to-face classes, like pilot classes um, are popping up again and stuff like that. But, you know, for the most part, we've been stuck in this online setup. And I just want to ask you guys, how has Bluebird sort of um, adjusted 
to that setup have did you guys face any challenges to like what you guys mentioned that camaraderie that sort of like bond and uh that you guys have in bluebird uh have you you know fixed any of those um issues that you know online uh the, the online setup you know uh brought up or are you guys still working on it so yeah uh any of you can answer so yeah all right uh actually discussed this before with mm. a different group of people but the thing with Bluebird Improv is, is, uh, and this is in a positive sense, we're low maintenance, meaning yeah. we don't really need a lot. If you watch anything Improv, they don't really have props. They don't really, well, they have a set, but in truth, you could have the set anywhere. So mm. we're very low maintenance. Uh, we actually adapted quickly to online, interestingly enough, because all we needed was a place to meet people and yeah. even though in the unphysical uh we just said hey let's just meet online my online set and my ma online meeting rooms on tayo let's just meet there and do improv and we did and we just did improv uh over time of course we fixed it but generally speaking it's very simple rent for improvisers to do improv online i, I think like two weeks or no one week mm -hmm. after quarantine was announced we were able to meet Kaagad and we actually had a post on the page like a month after April. Then we had an online show, a first online show relatively oh. recent or relatively soon after quarantine started, Ren. So give or take, we adapted easily online. Naman, Ren. Okay. So you mentioned um, you guys had a show. Uh, can you give us a rundown of the activities that uh you guys had uh maybe online versus on site like how has that changed if any all right the thing is ren the org is relatively new mm -hmm. uh technically we were only on site for the first half of our existence <laughs> oh my gosh oh, no. <laughs> like one one half a year long we were yeah. on site so we have to transition all our hypotheticals ren online but give or take the core values and i think andrina can talk more about this one uh, of our org is our improv sessions and our improv sessions is our bread and butter it's the core like if you cut everything down this is what stays and we still did that online albeit some difficulties now uh online na. it's not as simple and it's zoom and fatigue and such but still mm -hmm. I think one thing well, uh, when we have our sessions, the members always say and that that's always surprising to me is that this is uh, they enter the Zoom room tired, but they exit out of it refreshed, uh, which is good. different compared to, you know, the other Zoom stuff, yeah. also known as online <laughs> classes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I guess it's safe to say um, there's a lot of things to be missed about doing org activities like on campus versus online like you said um you know it's on zoom so it might be a bit more exhausting compared to how it was online and um either of you uh, can answer this but um is there anything specific that you guys miss like besides like the whole you know face-to-face -face element is there anything that gets lost online with improv okay i can talk about this like louis said we only had like 
half a year <laughs> on site, right? But that was me. Like my first semester with Bluebird Improv was on site, yeah. and um, well, naturally, what you really miss about it is the physical aspect of improv, like really being mm-hmm. able to move around in a big space. Like you know, you're getting on the floor, you're getting dirty, you're like interacting with each other, you're mm-hmm. dancing, you're running around. That kind of energy definitely is yeah. harder to translate online but for me like what i miss on a personal level is making eye contact with the people you're with in a scene Mm -hmm. because it's hard to do that on zoom right like how do you know that i'm looking at you (laughs) in particular like you really need to focus right but like there really was like when it's on site like that physical sense of like the energy you have when you're like looking at each other and you're really feeling it that you're in this together like that's something that was a bit like difficult to translate online that i do miss about doing improv in the physical world right on right on right right yeah that, that yeah that's de- there's definitely a a feeling to on-site that you just can't capture online but it's but at the same time it's really nice to hear that at least bluebird improv has been able to like for the most part um it's been able to adapt well mm-hmm. to the online setting yeah so that's really good yeah definitely so yeah, so we'll be so we'll be taking a short break in a bit, but before that, I would like to ask uh, my fellow DJs: Are any of you interested in improv or theater in general? What do you guys think? After hearing what what's been said today, I think so far it's it's really interesting. I think especially like in terms of the community aspect of it, like more than just uh, improv itself, it sounds really fun to kind of um, interact with a lot of people and have this kind of home. Right. Like that's really interesting to me. And um, I remember seeing uh, some of you guys during uh, that one year where we on where we were on site. <laughs> and every time I passed by you guys, you guys always seemed like you were having like um, buttloads of fun. So just like, I guess I was always interested, but at the same time, like I didn't really have like a proper notion of what uh, um, improv was. So thank you guys for like shedding some light on that for me. I guess. Yeah. Now you know. Now we know. Yeah. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. Yeah, so yeah, so um anyway, so we'll be taking a short break, but before that, uh we have some words from the following sponsors. This is not another cookie shop. Grizzly Dough offers edible cookie dough that comes in classic, unique tasting, and customizable flavors with a Filipino touch. Make sure to check them on Facebook at facebook.com slash grizzly dough and on Instagram at grizzly dough. Hashtag skip the oven. Celebrate life with Elo's Party Trays. Elo offers a variety of packages, dishes, and party treats that will surely warm your hearts while catering to your party needs. For more information, make sure to check out and follow Elo's Party Trays on Facebook and YouTube. You can also go straight ahead and order on their website at dinewithelos.com. That's I-L-L-O-S. Catprint is a subsidiary of Fort Wall Group. We aim to explore the numerous items that can be created using our wide array of machines, such as laser cutters, CNC routers, and large format printers. Our products include laser cut gift sets, acrylic racks, neon signs, tarpaulin, and sticker prints, and many more. So those are the words from our following sponsors. We'll be taking a short break. Stay tuned for more so we can talk more about Bluebird Improv. And we are back with our podcast with Bluebird Improv. So welcome back, everyone. We're going to continue with Hi, this everyone. interview. All right. So 
um, now that we've talked about the organization and all of their plans and how it has recently adapted to the online setting, uh, the next thing I'd like to ask the our interviewees is, what is the organization's overall goal for this year? What are you guys um, trying to achieve now? A any of you guys can answer. Uh, our goals are to exist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> to continue. Um, Actually, it kind of is. No, I say that's hard enough. Is, uh, <laughs> yes, it's, it's not that we have low standards, although we do, but that's a different story. It's just, uh, it's our third year, and mm -hmm. orgs don't just happen when right. people start planning. Mm -hmm. It needs yeah. to be established. So, give or take, this year lang rin. Last year, we established a lot, and this year is the continuation of it. Mm -hmm. Simple mm -hmm. as that. Not, not, nothing major naman. Just keep establishing being the improv org because we're still small, relatively mm -hmm. speaking. Mm -hmm. Give or take, people wouldn't know us or they'll know of but not know exactly. So, establishment lang, right. continue of that. And try, right. just try to keep growing and leaving our footmark in the Ateneo community. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So um uh interesting you said that. Um so this year the org actually I believe has had many events so far, right? Such as an improv show uh called Booked In and a Valentine's event, Blue Birdies, Love Birdies, um both last <laughs> February, <laughs> as well as an open workshop this March. So I just wanted to ask um, how do you guys feel about the success of these events? And do you think that they were able to contribute to your end goal or were they able to like establish you guys a little more? Mm -hmm. uh, like yeah. you said, either of you can answer. Yeah, Yeah, I can talk about this because Booked In was like kind of my event in the sense that it was me and I had a partner and we were like the performance organizers for mm. that event. And yeah, I'm really proud of the success of that. And because um, what Booked In is, is that it's the show for our advanced team. So it's people who have already been in the organization for a year already. And this is like mm -hmm. their, like, you know, their show after they have been learning improv for two years now. So I think like what Luis mentioned, that that really shows that the org is continuing, that members who joined last year still have a lot of room for growth and still have a lot that they're able to learn throughout their stay in the org. And I think the mm -hmm. success of Booked In was really able to show that like same for the valentine's event like the valentine's event was the show for the new house team members so like like you know it shows that they had joined the house team which is like the face of the org in a way that they had joined the house team this year and now that this was a show that they were able to put on all of their own which shows how like the new members that are coming in and these are members who are coming in in the online setup are able to really uh -huh. learn improv and are really able to exemplify it very well and yun nga, the open workshops like that kind of like harkens back to perhaps like the origins of Bluebird Improv as it started out as an mm -hmm. open workshop in its way. And right. now we're still doing those things, still making sure we're getting improv out to the others in the Ateneo community. And like Louis said, like, you know, making other people in Ateneo know that we exist. So I think that that's yeah. been really great that we've been able to do that this year. Mm. That sounds long. great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lang's open workshop and just a bit of a flex run, of course. Uh, the, the thing is with Open Workshop, the main purpose of that is to teach others who aren't current members of the org improv because we don't accept members mid-year because our system is major complicated. Mm -hmm. But we also open it 
people outside Ateneo. And one curious thing actually was that uh, half the participants, although we only had, I believe, eight to ten, give or take, I don't remember the exact count, uh, mm-hmm. participants were non-Ateneans. So oh, that's cool. that was very cool. interesting, right? Because, yeah. That sounds really cool. Um, Actually, it sounds like you guys are really proverbially kind of spreading your wings, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> <laughs> as the Bluebird improv group, of course. But yeah, um, I also wanted to ask, uh, how was the process in preparing for these events? Like, were there any challenges that you had to overcome or like any, any, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay, go Luis. <laughs> I think the, the specific lack of context and how uh, we prepare for this event is a bit weird and because how we prepare quote unquote for these events is the main thing our org does which is sessions we do weekly sessions and then that's how we teach our new members improv practically and that's how yeah that's the bread and buttering of the org and the shows are a way of showcasing uh their effort, their, what they've learned, how they've learned, because give or take, most people who enter our organization do not know a thing about improv. And mm-hmm. the last two shows, you guys use an example of Booked In and Lovebirds. Uh, these people have been in the org for more, uh, approaching two years, give or year, take. Yeah. yeah. And those shows are their showcase of their accumulative skills in what they've learned through our organization. So it's like a rites of passage kind of. Deal. I wouldn't say rite of passage because it, uh, it also it kind of is but it's also not mm-hmm. it's right. more of it's part of the process because one yeah. other thing with improv is you just don't learn you also want to showcase it to it's like a checkpoint I would say a checkpoint <laughs> is somehow better yeah mm. all, right, all right I see well, that sounds wonderful it sounds like there's a lot of care uh, that goes into these shows and like a lot of time preparing yeah mm-hmm. yeah and like with all of this it sounds like with all of these things that you have planned and all the stuff that you guys have been uh preparing for with all of the with all of these like weekly sessions and stuff um uh, i want to ask now what uh what other like uh events or projects do you guys have planned for uh the coming months and for the rest of the year is there any if there's any thing in particular that you guys would like to uh, shout out or promote right now for the org to our fellow listeners you know maybe now's the time to do so so yeah what are some of the upcoming events or projects that you guys have planned all right i'm just, I'm just opening up our drive <laughs> <laughs> i actually am opening up our drive because a true I'm org member right here okay first thing muna uh these are the well actually i know we do have a couple of events, not sure related, because my shows come in. Shows are our most often thing you'll see in our page. And I believe we have something called, can we, can we mention it? Okay, let's mention it now. Uh, improv Month, wherein it's back, uh, just shows back to back to back from different groups. Right. Oh. From the different groups we've fostered. Yes. Another thing, non-show related, we have two non-show related things that we'd also like to showcase. Uh, one is open workshop. As mentioned before, we are planning to do another one. It's part of the improv month umbrella practically, but it's an open workshop. Once again, this one is open to everyone. No improv experience needed. Uh, and you're allowed to join. It's fine. 
Uh, so it's if you want to learn improv, just the basics of it, have fun with it, spare us your two hours and join it. It's absolutely free, like most of improv. And another thing that we have, and this one's for organizations, also in and out of Ateneo, or not specifically Atenean organizations in the traditional sense. We have this thing called the Applied Improv Workshop or APIR, where we uh, create specific workshops for organizations uh, just for their teams. So, because improv is also a good tool for bonding, team cohesion, uh, communication, etc. And it's a good team bonding moment. And, we, and we've had a few clients before now. I think one of the more prominent ones this year, at least, is uh, Lions, the Lions CB, and also the Sangu Commission, CMH, Commission of Mental Health. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, there you have it, folks. We have a special scoop here on <laughs> all the events that Bluebird Improv has planned. You guys should join the open workshop, huh? Yeah. Or a beer. A beer for Why Magis not, Radio. Right? A beer for Magis Radio. <laughs> We've done workshops for host and such, if you guys want them. So it's, it's just a beer. Ah. All right. Let's go, guys. Let's go. Why not, right? Let's go. <laughs> Uh, that, no. that, that would be a swell partnership, I think. <laughs> I think it would yes. complement really well, yeah. Really, like, I think we'd work together great, honestly. Yeah. Now, we'll be back after a short break. Uh, but before that, I just want to ask our DJs and our listeners, after that special scoop on their latest events, the Bluebird Improv's latest events, which upcoming activity from the Bluebird Improv are you excited to see? I mean, now that we've mentioned it, I think a peer sounds great. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> I mean, I've never thought of it like, but yeah, I, I, I can see how improv would be a great like, um, team building kind of team bonding thing. You know, uh, it, people's ideas of like, um, team bonding and stuff like that. It, it's like, oh, let's let's go um on a trip or let's go do like X activity or Y activity or something like that. But whereas improv, I think it, it'll be fun because we don't really need anything. We can kind of just go in there and have fun. I mean, what do you guys think about that? We should really give it a try, I think. I, I think I think considering the vibe that we have right now in this interview, I think it's only fair <laughs> that we should now carry it into the actual Bluebird right, and Rob right, right. unofficial know, part two of this podcast, if I may. <laughs> you can have like a live podcast when we're there in itself. Exactly. We we will we will all meet again, just not in this setting. <laughs> I, I think the three of us uh, will do really well and we'll be able to use like our, our various voice impressions of certain characters. Oh, no. Yeah, you know. Like... <laughs> Liam, bust oh, out the Kermit. Oh, bust out the Kermit, Liam. Do it. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. It'd be yeah. great with a lot of personalities there, you know, not just, yeah. you know. Yeah. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's just something <laughs> we do. We like him impersonating like other okay, come into the session with your Kermit voice see what happens yeah dude <laughs> oh hi Kermit you frog you <laughs> that's brilliant that's that's really brilliant all right but yeah yeah we'll be back after this word from our sponsors this is not another cookie shop Grizzly Dough offers edible cookie dough that comes in classic unique tasting and customizable flavors with a Filipino touch Make sure to check them out on Facebook at fixasfaith.com slash grizzlydough and on, on, on their Instagram at grizzlydough. Hashtag skip the oven. Celebrate life with Elo's party trays. Elo offers a variety of packages, dishes, and party treats that will surely warm your hearts while also catering to your party needs. 
For more information, make sure to check out and follow Elo's Party Trays on Facebook and YouTube. You can also go straight ahead and order on their website at dinewithelos.com. That's I-L-L-O-S. Catprint is a subsidiary of Fort Wall Group. We aim to explore the numerous items that can be created using our wide array of machines, such as laser cutters, CNC routers, and large format printers. Our products include laser cut gift sets, acrylic racks, neon signs, tarpaulin and sticker prints, and many more. And that's it from our, from our sponsors. We'll be back again after a short break. All right. That just about does it for everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, uh, there you have it, folks. You're the first from Luis and Andrina, who gave us an insider look on what it really is to be a part of Blue Improv. Thank you both so much for your time today. And thank you for sharing us or sharing with us your experiences in the org. We really, really appreciate it. Yes. Um, so for the listeners and for everyone in the group, you know, here's an open-ended question. Would you ever seriously get into improv as like a career option or like a career choice? Hmm, something, something to ponder on right there. But yeah, thank you. Thank you guys so much for your time. And it was really great to know both of you and the org, of course. Um, yeah, once again, um, this is Jim Will. I'm Liam. I'm Gerard. And I'm Zipanetta. And this has been... <laughs> this has <laughs> been... We need the improv classes, guys. We need those. We need the <laughs> yes, improv we classes, in for dire sure. need of that. <laughs> Magis Radio. <laughs> All right. Magis Presents is a production of Magis Radio, which was written by Angela Manalastas and Eloisa Mariano, edited by Ashley Samara. We'll be back with a new episode of Hashtag Mama on April 4. Thank you, guys. Bye.